0: Admiral, I think you need to eat like a hot dog before you come on air, just to smooth everything down. Just smooth it down, Admiral. Okay, I'm am very smooth,
1: Mister Platt. You're looking very good today. Every time I see you, you get skinnier and skinnier, svelte, streamlined.
0: You know, you know why that is, Admiral. I don't. I've heard. I don't know that. I've I'd, heard. I don't know. I don't know that I've mentioned it, really. I I don't sense that I have mentioned it maybe in the last minute and a half, but I've been on a diet. A diet? Diet. What a coincidence. Oh, my God. I've been on a diet for what seems like months and months and months. It does seem like
1: it's been a while, but it must be working.
0: Oh, it's a diet. Do Do you know the definition of diet, Admiral? like the etymology of it? No, this what does it mean? What does it mean? What's the definition? I'm asking you. <laughs> it's what people eat. Correct. It's not like like something you eat to lose weight. It's like a pattern of eating. So you are on a I'm on a different pattern regimented. Of eating. I went to the doctor 6 months ago. I have been avoiding the doctor. I'm, you know, approaching uh, early late middle age and um uh, I'm a, quite a large individual, and uh, I think when you get into that, the, 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 those sort of choppy waters of middle age, either you uh, go to the doctor obsessively, or you go to the doctor less and less until you don't go at all, and that's pretty much what happened to me, and so I didn't go for a couple of years, two, three years, and which is quite absurd considering that it's my job to basically eat unhealthy food 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. And so I finally went to my doctor. was like, uh, uh Mr. Platt, you're really fat. <laughs> uh You are approaching uh, diabetes type 2 levels. Your blood sugar is basically through the roof. You have very high cholesterol. I recommend you go on a diet really quickly. Maybe even quit your job because basically it's all going south. He like sounded to me like a... He called me after you got the blood test. It was like a, this sort of harried, uh, slightly crazy uh, voice from the engine room of a bloated old ocean liner. And I'm up on the bridge, you know, watching, you know, with my legs, sitting there eating a sandwich. And the engine room calls and goes, we're going down, buddy. We're, go- we're going down, buddy. And so I had this idea. I was like, okay, I'm going down.
1: Well, what do you do if you're going down as a restaurant critic and a food writer? That's that's
0: the question. How – and you've been on a diet recently. You look quite svelte.
1: Uh, I have not been on a diet at all, actually. No, no,
0: no. I would – well, maybe you haven't. You've been on a regime. Two years ago.
1: Okay. I woke up. Yeah. And I thought, oh, I'm a fat, lazy piece of crap. I'm going to stop being a fat, lazy piece of crap. That's sort of like me. But there was nothing like that. I couldn't diet. I have no willpower. I can't avoid eating things. I can't avoid uh drinking things and I don't want to. Mm. So I just decided I'm going to wake up at 5:30 in the morning every day and go run a bunch. Right. And it started working, so I right. just kept doing that. Right. So and so that's all I did. So that's why I'm fascinated I don't, by your diet because I don't it doubt requires you. willpower. I don't doubt you. I, don't, doubt I you. don't I don't have.
0: Well the, the the question that we're both grappling with is the same one. It's our job, I probably eat more, I probably consume more calories than you week in and week out, but we're both food writers. It's our job when we're writing about food to eat food. So the question before us is, how do you keep from turning into a giant floating blimp? How, does that, how do you do that? And there are various ways to do it. You're a little younger than me. You're, you're I, mean, I, I kept it together for a while you know, by exercising and stuff like that. So you do it by running like a maniacal hamster in the morning for several hours,
1: right? Uh, Yeah, it doesn't take me several hours, but yeah.
0: An hour hour or so. And then uh, uh, what the Admiral also does, for those of you who don't know him, he walks everywhere in the city. So it's like, hey, hey, uh, I want to go uptown uh, to try this meatball sandwich. Um, Let's go. I go, okay, okay, Admiral, let's go. Uh, We're walking. So off, (laughs) off, off he goes, striding up the avenues. It's like, wait a minute, Admiral. You got to earn the meatball sub. That meatball sub's 50 blocks away, my good man. What about the subway? Hell no, says the Admiral. Follow a, me. Not if it's a nice day. Also, he walks at a brisk clip. He's like walking hard. Anyway, so that's how you did it. I My idea was to try and uh, make, not make light of the story, but I clearly needed to go on a diet. So I thought I would try and find the uh, most prominent, uh, most interesting, uh, most slightly outrageous dietitian nutritionists in New York City that I could, and this being New York City, there are plenty of plenty of people like that. And my challenge to this this professional nutritionist person was: I, I, I am a, a fifty pound overweight, at least a fat food writer uh, entering mi- middle age and possibly near death. I would like to keep my job, um, but I would like to lose between 40 and 50 pounds. Can you help me? I found a woman who we're about to talk to uh, named Tanya Zuckerberg. Tanya is uh, one of many, I I think she wouldn't mind being called nutritionist to the stars in Manhattan. Uh, She's very dynamic. Her diet is called the F-factor diet. It's based on uh, the consumption of a lot of fiber, uh, she's outrageously expensive. I don't know if she's going to tell us what she charges to her clients. It's really not. It, it doesn't really matter. But the fact is that she can get it because she's very successful. Uh, her clients include many uh, TV anchors, captains of industry, et cetera, et cetera. Et cetera. A prominent
1: restaurant critic,
0: uh, and now a prominent restaurant critic. Uh, she is among other things uh, the official dietitian to the Miss Universe pageant. Unlike most dietitians and nutritionists if, who, if you visit them and I have visited them in the past, they tend to occupy tiny little rooms in the back of a uh, giant, d- dingy, uh, office buildings where sort of they nibble on crackers and they weigh people. Uh, Tanya's office looks like something out of the view. It's like this, uh, white leather. It looks like this stage set. She's dressed, uh, in these, uh, beautiful designer outfits, uh, Christian Louboutin shoes, I don't know if I pronounced that correctly, the ones, Mrs. Araba would know the ones that are red on the bottom, you know? You know I think ones. you got it. Anyway, so it's very flashy, very like, uh, very sort of, uh, very New York. And I go to Tanya, I said, Tanya, this is my proposition, I need to lose weight. Uh, I'm gonna write about it, uh, I will write about it if I lose weight, I will also write about it if I don't lose weight, because that's pretty funny too. And uh, I can't afford myself to pay the outrageous fee that you charge your clients, but uh, I will promise you publicity one way or the other. And um, if you think your diet's going to work, um, uh, you know. Anyway, I, I sort of made her this proposition. You know, you know, I'll. We you know see, well, you don't I, need I'm to hear How
1: the sausage gets? No, no, me. but Let's I'm your. Get to I'm
0: it. your giant guinea pig, and you know, yes or no? And she said yes. She said yes, yes. She said yes, and uh, so that's that's where we are. And so Tanya's on the show today, and we're going to talk about uh, my diet and basically how how one would attempt to lose weight uh, while stuffing oneself like a wild hog. You sound so. like you're in a cult. It is very much a cult. The great Tanya. All right, here she goes. Is she here? Tanya. Hey, Adam. Tanya, where have you been? <laughs> Where, where have you been?
2: Hiding. Uh,
0: <laughs> yeah, this is the thing. Tanya's like, you can talk about this. this I'm here with my friend, my Bye. colleague, my colleague, a- a- Alan. I call him the Admiral, so just bear with us, okay? Hi, Tanya. Hi, how are you? That's, I'm that's, good. That's how the, are you? That's the Admiral. So I've talked a little bit about our, my situation, how I went to you and said, listen, I need to lose however many pounds. And I'd like to write about it. Or are you interested? And you said, uh, yeah. And I, and I said, oh, well, I'm going to write about it if I don't lose weight. And I'm going to write about it if I do lose weight. And uh, you said, yeah. Yeah, what, well, what was your well, reaction? Uh, yeah, what was your reaction when I walked into the office the first time?
2: I guess it's my type A personality that doesn't, you know, turn down a challenge. And I've been helping people lose weight for 15 years, and typically high profile people who travel and dine out. That's um, me. But your case was even more extreme, where you know, for a living, you need to eat a lot, and then critique that food. Sometimes you have to eat it more than once. So. You know if there was ever a challenging client, your situation um certainly, as I said, you know was the most unique in my career, and I wanted to have success with you because I felt that I want that there was an opportunity for you to recognize that you can honor what you do professionally and still be great at it, but not sacrifice your health. Or, um, you know, your quality right. of life, and we right. can help you get to an ideal body weight.
1: I have to say congratulations because I have uh, previously, I guess, talked about a little skepticism over diet plans and regimented dieting, that kind of thing. And I have said that I, I, I don't really have a lot of willpower when it comes to what I do eat and don't eat. But I'm looking at the evidence across the table Alan right is, here. Alan is actually very... every time I see Adam, he, there's less of him every single He's day.
2: He's a sexy beast.
1: Well, I don't know if I would go that far. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if I go that far, but there is there is a lot less of Adam than there was six months ago, <laughs> I and, that's I, and for, I'm impressed. That's for I'm impressed.
2: Sure. Well, thank you.
0: you know, I came to you and said, listen, I have to eat, go out and eat. I have to eat Peking duck tonight. I have to eat steak tomorrow. I have to eat God knows what the next day. Like what? What was the actual diet that you put me on? I mean, What was the sure. key to doing this?
2: S-factor, the F stands for fiber. And fiber is really the secret nutrient that's missing in our diets, which is probably one of the reasons that Americans are so overweight. Without fiber, we're hungry all the time. So when we attempt to go on a diet and we remove all these foods, we feel deprived and denied, but most of all, we feel hungry. So even if we're able to stick with it for a few weeks, it's not sustainable. So Adam, the secret to your success was that we were replacing refined carbs that make you hungry soon after eating them with higher fiber carbs. Such as? And,
0: give us some refined carbs. Well, such carb. as
2: high-fiber cereals, whether it's bran buds or Fiber One. We replaced bread with a high-fiber Gigi cracker, chips that's you know, the, with that's crackers. That's the Norwegian. That's the Norwegian cracker. exactly. And also, and,
0: there, there are also certain things that people think are healthy, but are actually sort of healthy, but they're actually very high in carbohydrates, like say yes. quinoa.
2: Exactly. And part of Adam's success was really understanding how his body actually works and therefore how does someone gain weight, how does someone lose weight? So what Adam just touched upon is that We have this over-reliance on all these healthy grains. Um, Grains are bad, (laughs) Emeril. They're not bad, but they're not a free food. And similar with fats, like avocado and olive oil, you know, the media has encouraged us to sort of buy in to a lot of these trends.
0: Can I tell you, these trends, Tanya, many of them are manufactured by this guy right here. (laughs) Avocado toast... Yeah. All, when have he, you all, ever seen me? All eat avocado he does toast? is talk about posts about avocado toast. Click on avocado toast. Everybody loves avocado. Sometimes toast. Adam has a loose there relationship is, with the truth. There is <laughs> more, there are more calories in goddamn avocado you toast Adam, than you than learn. a Big Mac. I don't, and a Big I don't Mac. Think I've Admiral. ever eaten avocado. You've toast. You've eaten a thousand avocado <laughs> toasts. What are what are some other things like that? All these trendy things, like you know what? But okay, okay make so you let's fat.
1: so. So, okay, high fiber, I'm into it, but let's say I want to do this and I don't want to eat Scandinavian crackers every morning and, like, processed cereals. Right. So the point is uh, that
2: fiber is found in almost most whole foods. You know, when foods get processed, that's when the fiber gets stripped out. So fruits, vegetables, whole grains, I mean, there are actually almost no processed foods on the program. It's really based on eating whole foods. I mean, the crackers are wheat bran and water and salt. I mean, they, they could not be less processed. So it really is returning to the foods that we were meant to. To eat.
0: Meant to eat, you know, it's, Admiral. It's, meant to eat.
2: <laughs> it's our reliance on convenience mm-hmm. foods and processed foods that have caused this country to gain so much weight. So it's a return to more European approach of eating. Um, Adam was absolutely encouraged to eat breakfast, lunch, snack, and dinner. So there was no skipping meals. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of protein from lean protein sources. So Adam can maintain muscle mass through the weight loss process, which is really important.
0: One a, like ribeyes, a, lean protein like ribeyes. <laughs> pro- and you know what, You know what? Tony, let me do. Drink like a fish. <laughs> yeah. actually, actually, a small fish, not a big but fish. But
2: the point is that we have we have sort of bought into so many myths, and the four sort of big myths right now that we've in, been encouraged to embrace for weight loss are. And correct me if I'm wrong, but don't eat carbs, don't dine out, don't drink alcohol, and to lose weight, you've got to work out really hard. Like you've got to go to the gym many times. Work. She to, speaks it the works. the
0: truth. No, it okay, works. No, no, it okay, doesn't no, work, Admiral. The
2: fact that we have embraced these principles, this nation is fatter than ever. We have more gyms in this country than any nation in the world. We're the fattest nation in the world. And if you think about it, in France and in Italy, where they eat carbs every day, they have baguettes or they have pasta, they don't have the instance of obesity that we do. Yeah. In Greece and Italy, they drink wine with lunch and dinner. Yeah. Once like again, this. they like don't have an of instance this. of yeah. obesity. She's so, speaking the
0: truth. She's speaking what the we, truth. What
2: Adam has learned, and, you know, look, I understand what I'm saying you know you can drink alcohol you can dine out you can eat carbs and you should work out less it sounds counterintuitive or it may sound like i'm just saying it to be disruptive but i assure you all of these principles that f factor is based on are all steeped in science and therefore that's the buy in is like all of a sudden, you're like, wait, why was I believing that? That doesn't even make sense. So what Adam learned was that you have glycogen stores, and that's where you store carbs. And if you yeah. eat more carbs than you can store, it will be converted into fat. Yeah. I've heard even this. Even if the carbs yeah. are avocado toast or cherries. Yeah. So there's a lot of science behind um, you know, the program. I think someone as bright as Adam, that's how we it. That's how a key, admiral.
0: That's the key. <laughs> Being bright. High yes, intelligence. So High intelligence. for no, no. It's
2: for people that really no. are looking for a sustainable solution. Well, and the, therefore, the, yeah. you have to buy in. Yeah. You have to drink the Kool Aid. Yeah. Well,
0: no, I didn't drink any Kool Aid. A lot of carbs a little Kool-Aid, bit. No, I would guess. No, no. no. But like, let me just, I'm going to, I'm going to, the thing about um, drinking is that, uh, you know, Tanya's right. I mean, I've always heard, oh, you can't drink, don't drink. That's like liquid bread, blah, blah, blah. But the thing is, like, I like to drink, you like to drink. Um, I mean, obviously, you have a cocktail if they mix it makes it all such of sugar, you know, you'll have ten of them, you're gonna you're gonna gain a lot of weight. But if you just drink the spirits and we're just we're spirits people, and it, you know you're not gonna eat, that alcohol in itself won't cause you to gain a lot of weight. What will cause you to gain weight? Uh, is the fact that now you're you're bombed and you order fifty? Yeah, nachos. I was say,
1: <laughs> the issue with drinking mostly is that you make
0: bad food choices yeah, well, that's, as a result. That, that's, that, and if you know that, and I'm like, yeah. and I I happen to have my martini while I'm eating some you know, delicious peking duck, so it's like I'm not you know it's not I, I I would really try not to go hog wild, and like I said because I've, I've been taking my fiber in the morning, and the afternoon, and all the time, uh, I wasn't as full. I was already sort of full. I didn't didn't yeah. uh, anyway. So. It, you know. Anyway, I'm just. You
2: know. Well, I think Adam's takeaway was that he was able to, you know, keep up his career and dine out, sort still of. maintain the social aspect of, you know, sharing cocktails with friends or family members. You well, know, no. and, and I'm a that, solitary. And a no. yeah, I'm, I'm, a, <laughs> I'm a solitary drinker. <laughs> I my my Yeah, I'm so sorry. my point is that you know my role is not to be the grim reaper, and if even if I were to help someone lose weight, but now I've completely decreased their quality of life, where they're not dining out, they're not drinking. It's it's a it's a really sort of short-sighted solution. It's not going to be sustainable. And I think Adam came in here circumsents, like, okay, here's another diet. I'm going to be suffering. I'm going to be hungry and yell, yeah, lose weight. But am, is this going to be a sustainable approach? And he recognized that you can dine out, you can drink alcohol, you can eat carbs, um, and you don't necessarily need to kill yourself at the gym yeah, for weight loss we'll, to be the byproduct. Yeah,
0: we'll see if it's sustainable. Oh, stop. I mean, this is the th- well. We all know that the, the the statistics for diets over the long term are you know uh, pretty it's pretty you know, grim. And also, know. There's, is it no? Just let me think. No, okay. <laughs> it, also, it's very in, it's all, it's very interesting. The sort of the, the, the sort of psychology and the what what happens to your body and your metabolism. Um, and Tanya can talk about this. Uh, this is where you get into the science is that if you if you if you gain weight and your body's at a certain weight for a, for a long time it, it gets used to that weight that weight whatever it may be 280 270 it becomes the normal which your body will defend your brain will defend your metabolism will defend once you start to lose it and so I got to this blimp size and of course my body is still defending uh, that original size. and t- there's a, the various debate you know, sort of a debate in in these scientific dietary studies circles as to how long it takes before your body is used to your new weight. Now, Tanya, you say two years, right? Two years. Some people say never. Some people say never.
2: I completely disagree.
0: Tanya disagrees. And and, and, that is
2: based on 15 years of clinical experience. Um, The Definition of successful weight loss is not just achieving your healthy body weight, but keeping it off for a year. So we can check that box. You can keep this weight off for a year, Adam. According to the American Dietetic Association, you're successful. What I will tell you as a clinician is your body will adopt that new lower weight as a new set point, as a new natural weight after two years. Hmm. Because frankly, after two years of practicing any behavior, that is now your new normal. It's very unlikely, and studies have shown this after two years of any behavior, that you're likely to stray too far from that. Hmm. So, so unless at some point you just des- decide that you no longer value the outcome, you don't care about your weight anymore, you're going to eat whatever you want, sure, you know that, that point will be obliterated. We'll see but what
0: happens. If we'll that see.
2: becomes your new normal, Adam, we'll there's no reason that weight wouldn't become your new see, normal. This is
0: every there's week. phrase again, it's the every, new normal. normal.
1: Every week. The new normal. Every week. This the is new the thing. normal. This is the
0: thing. You go to see Tanya every week. She's giving you this stuff like, yeah but that, but that. it's like, oh, yes, okay, yes, Tanya, yes, because Tanya. Because there's
2: consistency, and that's what it takes. It's,
0: yes, it, Tanya. It, it's
2: success in anything that we apply. Apply ourselves to it's consistency, it's discipline. And Adam, you know, I, I don't mean to dump too much praise on you, but you've accomplished something quite astronomical well, despite what? being one of the top food critics in the country. A, you've lost, yeah. I mean, do you want to tell your no, listeners, not yet? Or? No, well, you okay. lost about 40 pounds, but a significant Wait, a, amount of no, weight. No, you've I, lost I, a small child.
0: Wow. Well, I've gained some of that back, I think. All right, we'll talk about that later. Anyway, the other thing that Tanya does is she's a big eater. Like Tanya, like she goes to all the restaurants. She goes to Nobu. She goes to Verna. one of the things that she will do is if you find yourself at one of these restaurants, you, there's a t- number that you can text. And you're, if you're looking at the bread basket, you can go, Tanya, I'm oh. looking at the bread basket. She, she talks you down. Yeah, she will she text talks she, you. She off you will the the talk over the ledge. Don't yeah. walk
2: away from walk, the fridge. Walk away. And she has this
0: various r- <laughs> there are various rules about like you know you know she wa- the, the idea is you and of course with me this is key. You, have to, you don't want to lock yourself in a, in a closet. You want to carry on with your daily routine. And so she has all these tips, and maybe you can give some of these. She has these tips, like if you're at a cocktail party, and I, there are these mantras that she has. Uh, if you're at a cocktail party, anything on a skewer is your best friend, Adam. Right. Right. That was like anything on a skewer. What <laughs> what, what are some other things? There are other things. They, they, you were always peppering me with these things. What are some other yeah. ones?
2: And, you know, I so, think Adam, the idea is that we want you living your life i want you going to a cocktail parties there's nothing worse than someone not going out for a celebratory dinner because they're on a diet there's always something to eat so you, can't, you can't, mentioned can't, at cocktail parties you know stay away from anything breaded and fried go to the carving stations if they've got carving
0: stations admiral she goes to yes, swankier protein, cocktail protein. parties <laughs> than i do what about doritos <laughs>
2: Not, well, so much, not so much. Not <laughs> The first
0: thing um, I said, I said to Tanya, and this is where our first my first session or second, I said, Tanya, listen, I'm going around town eating, uh, I don't know, maybe uh, 10,000 calories worth of Peking duck every day. Do you have any uh, suggestions for me? And what did you say?
2: Well... I, I mean, I don't know where we even begun with that. One. Just, you know, a, she does. To say. She goes, but when Adam first started, he was doing the best of story, and it was the it was the week of the Peking duck.
0: Yeah, true. Just a taste, Adam. She said, just a yes. taste. No,
2: because I said first of all, when he was critiquing it for his review, um, I said to Adam, in in all frankness, how many bites of something do you have to have before you can assess if it was well prepared? No,
0: I said twenty, and,
2: twenty-five. <laughs> And we decided it was three. I mean, after three bites, you three know, bites, that's Admiral, what taking off. Three
0: up. bites, my so friend.
2: Three bites is never going to interfere with someone's ability no. to and maintain d- an ideal d- body weight. Yeah. But, Adam, you know, one of the most important things that occurred early on, which really convinced me that you were prepared and ready to make this change, was I had asked Adam, um, are you concerned that if you lose this weight, people won't trust you, you know, trust your advice. Like, you know, that's saying no one trusts a skinny chef.
0: Yeah. And that's right. you, we know all chefs are skinny. Yeah, no, okay. but Adam what I actually say?
2: said to me, no, Tanya, that's not true. There are, you know, some of the best chefs, some of the top chefs are skinny. Most of and them. therefore, the as addicts. soon as he admitted that to me, I was like, okay, we have right. an opportunity now yeah. to, to make a change here because yeah. ultimately, you right. know, Adam can have three bites of anything yeah. and, maintain his ideal body weight or lose weight. And therefore, for someone who's not a food critic, you can translate that information to understanding that, look, order a salad or get, you know, some uh, protein appetizer, whether it's like a tuna tartare or a shrimp cocktail, followed with protein and vegetables. And if you do want something a little bit more decadent or they order a pasta for the table, if there is bread, Take a little piece. Three bites of it is not going to interfere with your ability to be healthy. Three so bites, So it's not Emerald. about creating absolutes. You know, I never believe in saying you'll never eat pasta, you'll never eat bread, you'll never eat dessert, but you do need to recognize that there is a price to pay, yeah. you know, when when you do want to have a mindful indulgence. Mindful but indulgence. Short. Yeah,
0: mindful. You know? mindful. Mindfulness yeah, I kept seems to hearing be that. the— Mindful indulgence. It seems to that. be the key word <laughs> here. Do you have just... any, Amaral, do you have any questions for Tanya? I have a question for Tanya. Tanya. Her, her time is precious and expensive. <laughs> It's it's
1: it's a lot of time. What do you think of uh, Michael Pollan's approach to eating and his and his rules? Have you read his any of his work?
2: Yes, I have. Like what in specific? You know, I mean, I think Michael Pollan um, certainly, you know, as an activist, um, is opening you know our eyes to the fact that we have become one of the most unhealthy nations in the world, based on. The processing of foods in this country, and the way that we are, you know, the way that we are serving food, the way that we are processing food, the way that food is grown, and I, I, I'm a huge fan. The way that
0: we're sucking corn down like bloated hogs.
1: From a from a clinical medical standpoint, do you think that there's a lot of validity to his approach and what he's saying?
2: From a medical standpoint, absolutely. Um, so many of the clinical conditions that we are burdened with in this country are a byproduct of our eating habits and especially, you know, of being overweight. You know, there's a strong correlation between diets high in fat um, with cardiovascular disease, strong correlation between all the processed foods we eat and diabetes. Um, so it's, you know, the way that we eat has such a, uh, you know, it plays such an important role in our lives way beyond just the aesthetic proposition of how we look.
0: Yeah. Right. So uh, Paul so, so Paul is by the way not a dietitian he's a you know yeah, he sort of writes about it. Well, that's what I'm wondering but, because there's a, but, it sounds like a lot like of intersection you, between the two is, kind of worlds well, well, and thinking that like, it is just like
1: right, caring about what you're eating. Right. And
0: we, you know, we, you know, we, we, we in this country, we eat a lot of uh, processed carbohydrates and, uh, you know, we're, we pay the price. Tanya, and Tanya has various parables, which she tells you. You know, if you're, and you know, people who are on diets or struggle, not diets, but whatever we, we want to call it, are always struggling and you go up and you go down. And you learn some interesting things. And there's one thing about she's a big stickler, and she, I, she's not she's not alone. But a big stickler on um, a bre- uh, breakfast is your biggest meal, and uh, you should have, have breakfast uh, sort of fiber and protein together. And yes. she talked about um, maybe you can tell, but there's a if you what happens if you don't eat breakfast? And it's a parable. I call it the parable of the sumo wrestler.
2: <laughs> so. We always recommend that people eat breakfast because it jumpstarts your metabolism for the day. It also sets the tone for the day. When you have a healthy breakfast, you're basically establishing that you're a healthy eater, and you know you can continue that pattern throughout the day. And especially on an F Factor, where our clients have a certain fiber goal, because fiber is what's going to fill them up so they can lose weight without hunger. By skipping breakfast, you're missing an opportunity to meet half of your fiber needs. But speaking directly to what Adam was talking about, is the sumo wrestler metaphor. When sumo wrestlers are in training. Um, you know they're trying to put as much weight on as possible, and in an effort to put weight on their trainers do not give them breakfast yeah, because is- by not giving breakfast, it slows down their metabolism, so when they finally get fed this high carb lunch, you know bowls of right. noodles or bowls of rice. Their body has been in self-preservation mode because they have not eaten since the day before. And rather than metabolizing that lunch, the body holds onto it, stores it, and converts into fat so the sumo wrestlers can gain weight. They're so ravenous. Client. Yeah. Unless you're training to be a sumo wrestler, I suggest you eat breakfast.
0: Yeah. They're ravenous cows yeah <laughs> they put a, in fact it's a it's a it's a, a weight gaining diet and it's like one that's they've figured out o- over the centuries and you they starve them at breakfast and give them massive calorie lunch anyway yep. you learn then- all these things from tanya going to a dietitian and it's a uh, i i i uh, I, uh, I think i had a sort of a, a wonderful time you're a satisfied customer adam i'm satisfied and uh i thank you tanya and um i'm gonna be back
2: I'm waiting for you with open. Do you arms. have
0: any more questions for Tanya before? Uh, I have. She no goes questions. and consults with her high profile. It
1: sounds like everything I do is is wrong. Oh, yeah, everything. Otherwise. <laughs> Your head you know—how much fiber is there in a jelly donut? Would you say <laughs> not too much? I mean,
2: if it's if it's made with fresh strawberry jelly, maybe a gram or well, so. But look, she's a real glass allowed. half
0: full person. No, oh yeah. god, she's so. Po- <laughs> yeah. Tanya's the most positive. She's mad. She's insanely positive. Her eyes are twirling. She smiles. She beams at you, <laughs> you know, like a, like well, a wild animal. You're going okay, Tanya. Tanya, okay.
1: what did you have for breakfast this morning?
2: I had Greek yogurt, high fiber cereal and berries, which is oh my
1: go-to. Oh my god. Oh, I like
0: this.
2: Sorry, you That's very similar
1: what
0: to what I read. had for breakfast. What, what is your favorite processed carbohydrate?
2: Potato chips.
0: Hmm. Like what, absolute which, what, favorite. Which brand? And then
2: that's not even that highly processed, which, I guess, but which, I mean Which brand? Oh, I'm so not picky. But I like a good kettle chip like the crunchy one. But if I really want to get down and dirty, there's like a there's <laughs> like a a Lay's chip that has, like, sour cream. No, I was going to say, or, say sour, she, sour cream. That's yeah, the best. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good All one. All right.
0: What's your favorite fast food restaurant?
2: You know, I. that's something I really don't eat <laughs> a lot of fast food. I mean, I could, it's, for me, like, eating something decadent is more like having a huge bowl of, like, pasta bolognese. But, you know, I have to say, this is where, like, you know, when you're asking about Michael Pollan, it's... It's the fast food, the processed foods. When you finish eating it, you feel like crap. If you eat something that's decadent, but it's whole foods, it's natural. Like, you know, when you're in Italy, you have a big bowl of pasta. Yeah, you know that, you know, your next meal should be lighter, but you don't feel badly about it. So, you know, I think the takeaway, hopefully for you, Adam, is that if you eat more whole foods and, you know, you're... It's a, as I you know, we keep talking about this European approach to eating. It's like, you know, they were they were really late to the party when it came to fast food. And it's one of the reasons that they did not... Gain weight, you know, decade over decade, the way that we did in this country. So I don't know. I think intuitively, I know my answer is like not that fascinating, um, but I don't really eat much fast food. But right. you're gonna keep asking me like, what my, you know, no. like, what, what, what my would be chili are. No, yeah. no. Then no. I got a list what? a mile no. long.
0: No, you're an eater. You like to eat. If you had a I last meal, it. what would your last meal be?
2: Um, probably lasagna because it's like meat and cheese and sauce. I love anything cheesy and saucy, and I like meat. So
0: okay. All right. Yeah. All right, not a bad that. choice. Any final questions for the 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 uh, the, the oracle here?
1: <laughs> the great Tanya. Yep. <laughs> uh, I think I think it sounds like All right, uh, Tanya. you have to reapproach it.
0: All right, Tanya. Thank you. You're welcome. I Why will return. Speaking? I'm on a new stage of my diet. It's cold. actually. You know what? I'm still technically obese. Like, Stop I, it. Yeah, I got to get under twenty percent body fat.
2: How was a family vacation?
0: Oh, it's a little fraught.
2: All right, a lot we'll of ice discuss. cream,
0: a lot of ice cream, <laughs> more ice cream, more ice cream after that. A lot All right. Several be martinis. Being, be, she be sounds
1: disappointed. Serious. All right. I'll be back. She's not mad. She's I'll be just disappointed. I'll be
0: back. All right, Tanya. Just thank you.
2: A... Bye, Adam. Bye.
1: Thank you. Bye. So that was Tanya. So uh, do you feel a sense of relief that you got your approval from the great Tanya? Oh, no, yeah. Tanya. The great yeah. Tanya has deigned you? to get let on me, the phone with no, us for no, 15 let, let me tell you. Uh, what she is... I don't know if I would go and sign up and pay tens of thousands of dollars to join the F Factor. Is that what it's called? The F what?
0: You didn't get that? The F Factor? We, we've both – I've said it 85 times. Tanya said it 95 times. It's the F Factor, my friend. F for fiber, factor for factor. So just
1: eat 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 fiber in the morning and be mindful it's, and, it's eat more whole, and eat it's whole more, ingredients. It's more specific. There's foods. a
0: kind of cracker that you eat – it's a little more specific. The cracker. Than that. I don't know if I can get It's a little a more cracker. mindful. You keep a diary, you keep a food diary, and you get weighed every week. So, like, you're, it's like, you know, it, it is a motivational situation.
1: All right. Well, let's and you, pack it in. But we'll go on. to the store. You can go buy these and crackers. And you,
0: you, you, you heard Tanya, like, she's like this, like, sort of some, you know, she's on message all the time. She's sort of like mesmerizing. She's like boring into you. And, you know, she's skinny, dressed in these beautiful clothes. And, like, if you're a fat person. It's like, oh, no, I better please her. I better please her. I better please her. Are you sure this isn't a cult? I've called it a cult. Have I, the, uh, do I have look like a cult weight, member they to you? They have the weight oh, yeah. no, the, machine it's, it's bit, that's taking it's, it's your a, electrical. It's, it sounds a, a little like. It, it's a, a bit cultist. She'll, they'll admit, you know, Joel Osteen, they'll admit, like, we are by the cult of Tanya, cult of Tanya, F-Factor. Hey. Ameral. Whatever, whatever 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 floats your boat. We yeah, whatever you gotta do. All we food writers, we corpulent food writers who've been doing it for too long need all the help we can get. I just hope I don't gain the weight back. I can lose more. You look great. I can
1: lose more. You look great. Oh. Let's go jog over to a restaurant. All right. Let's go.
0: What are we going to have for dinner?
1: Uh Besides avocado three, toast. Yeah. <laughs> that's it for us I gotta go find these Scandinavian crackers and convince Adam to eat some pasta with me I'll I like pasta great I'm not
0: gonna deny myself
1: well let's It's. I'm like in a new zone the restaurant we're friend. going is a mile away so we'll walk over I'm in a new
0: zone my
1: uh, for Panoply and Slate I'm Alan Sitzma with Adam Platt as ever our thanks to Sam Dingman our producer Dingman you gonna come to dinner with us thank you Dingman we get the thumbs up Dingman As always, our thanks to Andy Bauer and Laura Mayer. We'll be back in two weeks with another episode. Thanks a lot.